Hey loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Mended Ink Podcast hosted by your girl, Tierra Banks. Today I want to share the answer to a question that I am frequently asked when I introduce myself as a mother-daughter advocate or a mother-daughter coach. Usually I'm asked this question by a woman who is the change agent in her family, the one who is ready to interrupt some cycles, and the one who is no longer accepting what's been in the past generations. Y'all ready for the question? The million dollar question I am asked is whether or not the mom or the daughter have to be present during coaching. And my answer is absolutely not. Now, if you've been following me for some time, You've heard me say that all it takes is for two willing women to restore a broken relationship, meaning you need two willing participants that are willing to be vulnerable, that are willing to forgive and accept and admit their wrongs and take on the responsibility of forming new relationship habits to making the relationship better. That's indeed true. However, for the sake of what we are talking about today is no, your mother or daughter does not have to be present during coaching. I'll even go so far as to say your mother or daughter does not have to join you on the road to recovery from this relationship, especially initially. Now hear me out. So back in 2013, when I realized Actually, it was a year after I had the dream that I would be doing Mended, which was in 2012. But 2013 is really when I committed to the process of healing from my mama trauma or my mother wounds or whatever you want to call it. When I committed to that process in 2013, I'll be the first to tell you that my mother and I were hardly speaking. In fact, we did not start speaking again to one another So probably late 2017 or 18, right? It's just that recent job that I've been talking to my mom. Now, I like to say that you do not have to have your mother's participation initially because once I committed, I was only responsible for myself. And that's literally all you can be is responsible for yourself. But what I learned was, as I decided to forgive my mother for all that we had gone through, whether she had admitted wrong, whether she understood my feelings, whether she accepted them as facts or however, once I decided to forgive her, then my heart was clear as an individual and I could go on to learn some new relationship skills that would help us in the future. Now, I want to preface this whole conversation with the fact that this is hard work and it definitely takes courage and it takes resilience because when you are changing and the person that you are in a relationship with is not changing, you will bump heads and you will find yourself discouraged when you do not get the response from them that you would like. (laughs) I spent many days getting reactions from my mother and responses from my mother that I did not agree with And that were not encouraging, but I kept going anyway. And today, I hope that I can inspire you to keep going. So again, 
If you're that rebel woman, that change agent, that one that they call the chosen one in the bloodline who came up and was like, it's done after me. I got a story, as I always do. My mother and I were having a conversation. And like I said, we've been talking again for about three years. So we were having a conversation. My mom actually shared an opinion about a, uh, about a situation that had happened in our family. And I totally disagreed with her response. In fact, I was triggered by her response because it took me back to the selfish decisions that she would make. However, when I was triggered by my mother's response, when immediately my mind went to, whew, she ain't changed. I bounced back quick, y'all. Because I had learned some new relational skills that I could bring to this relationship. And those are the things that I have learned by myself without her presence. I learned that until my mother learns better, she can do nothing differently. And when I learned that, it didn't give her an out, but it also lowered my expectation. I had to get some realistic expectations. I could no longer expect my mother to show up unselfishly if indeed she hasn't learned how to be unselfish. So when I'm talking to clients and most of the work that I do in my coaching business or most of the daughters who show up to our programming in the nonprofit are usually individual women. They're usually the daughter or the mother, but more frequently they're the daughters who are seeking refuge who are looking for a safe space to express some of their unmet needs, their um, unmet expectations, and to gain some coping skills from other women who are on the same journey as they are. And so when I meet these women, these individual change agents, the first thing I have to do is to reassure them that they can see a change in their relationship just with them being there and committing to the process by themselves. And it's always easier to teach someone or to coach someone something that you've lived through. And so with me living through this truth, me knowing that still to this day, my mother has never sat with the counselor. There are many things that my mother is not ready for, available for, but our relationship dynamic has changed drastically and I'm not going to take full responsibility because I know that there are greater forces working for us and against us but I do take full responsibility of the, the things that I bring to the table and to give you a few examples of things like that would be my anger my judgment my criticism my disdain those are the auras that I brought to every interaction between she and I. Every time she would say something that would trigger me, I would be angry. That would then increase the tension between us. So with me learning how to be slow to be angry, especially realizing that anger is actually a secondary emotion. So getting to the root of why I was angry, I was able to control that. And I'm then able to not really control the relationship beyond my contribution, but I don't 
escalate things by my reaction. I hope this is clear to you. I hope this is making sense to y'all because really it put me in a more powerful position with my mother. I don't want it to sound like I manipulated her. However, I can pretty much control how the, the space between us because I won't let it escalate off of my reaction. I won't be angry. I won't criticize her. I won't judge her. I have created a safe space between us. I've learned how to listen to her. I've learned how to really evaluate my feedback before I give it to know or, you know, to decipher whether it's helpful or not to the conversation. Because beforehand, I had so much to say. And that literally was before I realized I was so judgmental because I thought so lowly of her. And for anybody who feels judged, often they're tense. They're always on guard. They're uncomfortable and they cannot be themselves comfortably in this space. So now I've created a safe space between us. I've become a safe place to land for my mother. And in turn, she trusts me. She lets her guard down in front of me. She does not feel judged by me. She does not have to fake it. And I don't have to fake with her. So we've created an authentic relationship and know it's not perfect and know it's not what I need completely. It's probably not what she needs completely. However, we've created a healthier environment for growth. Y'all get what I'm saying? So I want to ask you, if you're an individual daughter and you desire deeply to reconcile the relationship between your mom, or if you are a mother who have a daughter whom you are, you know, you've been at odds with and you desire to reconcile the relationship between your daughter and yourself, what can you change? Think about it. How can you change? And I don't want this to be a self-sacrificial change, not a change that's going to hurt you further, not a change that's going to damage you or inflict harm upon yourself just for the sake of, you know, saving face, because that's not healthy change. That's not sustainable change. That's change that will cause more damage to the relationship and to the people involved. But I am saying, what is a change that you can make? Think about your relationship. If you got a flippity fly mouth, <laughs> more than likely, if you got a flippity fly mouth, mama got one too, or daughter got one too. But if your mouth is fly and you can fly off the handle before you even think about what you're going to say, what if that's a change that you can make? What if that's an adjustment that you can control? You can decide, you know what, before I say anything, before I react to anything that she does to me, I'm going to take some seconds. I read an article that said if you count to 56 seconds before you react, you'll then be able to have a better reaction, a more realistic reaction. So what if you can take a couple seconds before you react? Even if she piss you off for the lack of better words. What if you don't have to get on her level, as they will say? Now, I'm not going to say that this is this has guaranteed results. And, you know, if you go high and she go low, 
she's going to, you know, fold or because she still might go lower. But what I am saying is make a decision about a change that you can make that's sustainable, that's true and beneficial to both of you and watch your results change. And I talk to the daughters more often because every single woman is a daughter. And more than likely, if you're a mom and you're experiencing a tumultuous relationship with your daughter, you probably had one with your mother as well. But daughters, we have power to change our relationships with or without our mother's participation. And you can't worry about your age. You can't say that you are too young or you're the youngest and she's older, so she should be more mature because that's not the case. Age does not bring maturity. And many times, many of the mothers and daughters that I sit down with, the daughters are actually more emotionally mature. And that is due to many reasons. From the cultural dynamics to, you know, the tension that they've been raised in, the roles that they've been forced to assume, there's a plethora of reasons why the daughters of today are appearing more emotionally mature than the mothers. But the reason does not matter as much as the awareness of that fact. And no, you don't have to go and tell mom, like, I am more emotionally mature than you. But what you can do is take your rightful place in that position and steer the relationship by example. Be the change you want to see in your world, starting at this relationship. Our actions really do speak louder than words. So I really hope this makes sense to you. I hope that after you listen to this podcast, after you send it to all your girlfriends who you know could benefit from it, all your girls who y'all have sat around like, girl, these mamas, <laughs> I want you to sit down and think about some things that you can do, some changes you can make, whether that first step would be reaching out to me to schedule a session or calling up your therapist and telling her that you need, you know, to see her or journaling tonight about some of the things that you know you can control and change, but you've decided in the past not to, but you're gonna make a different decision today. Whatever you decide to do to really reflect. And that first question is, do I really want to change this relationship? Because if you do, then you most certainly can do so on your own. You do not need her yes. You do not need her there. And after all of that is done, make sure you reach out to me and let me know how it went. Let me know how that journaling went. Or let me know if you booked with your therapist to talk about how you can change the relationship with your mother on your own. Or reach out to me and book your session so we can get started on the work. Because there is an individual side. To create the healthy, reciprocal, mutually gratifying relationship that we all desire, there has to be two healthy individuals. So who cares if you have to start them first alone? You can do it. And if this message is pricking at your heart 
and confirming some stuff you already heard that you can do it, that you can be the one to to make the change and influence the behavior and change the outcome of, you know, dysfunctional relationships in your family. If you can be the one, the system disruptor, as I like to call it, then accept that and move forward. You got support. You have support. You got support with us. You can meet us here every week. And we're going to be talking about how we're healing, how we're making a change as individuals, and how this change is affecting our relationships with our mothers, with our daughters, with the other people due to what we experienced in this relationship. You have the support. There is literally no excuse. You can't stay here any longer. You can't stay here any longer because today we debunked the lie that you have to have mom to get started. So listen, sis, if you've been telling yourself that lie for months, years, weeks, hours, minutes, days, and you know you held accountable for what you know. So today you came into the knowledge that your mother or your daughter does not have to join you initially on this journey to recovery, but you can embark on this journey alone. And when I say alone, again, I mean as the only representative of that relationship, but you ain't doing this alone. You got a tribe of sisters who are committed to this process, who need each other to wipe the tears, to listen to the stories, to share advice, to see what's working and what's not, you have us. And that is literally all you need. I'm out, y'all. And until next time, happy healing.